the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints.com or .org, excuse me, slash 30 slash scriptures, Old Testament is still listed. So if it's no longer, like, I no longer need to know it, why do you, why do you guys still have it? Doesn't make no, any no, sense. No. We, oh, no. No, it's more just like the the rules of the Old Testament are no longer applicable to your life. You don't have mm. to sacrifice lambs. You don't have to, like, not eat bacon. Like, these things are done away with now that Christ has come. So those are the things you don't need to worry about. Like, mm, I don't know. That sounds like a whole bunch of, <laughs> well, we did some shit in the past, but we're not proud of it kind of talk, you know? Um, frankly, if you don't need it, don't, you know, don't advertise it. So um, I feel like I should definitely have a disclosure here of my oh, credentials. Like, sure, yeah. Hi, I my mean, name's enter name, uh, Jessica. <laughs> you can, um, and I am not a missionary. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a prophet. I cannot like claim me. that I know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just doing my best. <laughs> Doing your breasts to save my soul. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, if we wanted, nope. wanted to, we can get into a discussion because souls don't exist. Um, they're not real things. They're abstract concepts okay. that aren't real. Um, okay. So this can go a lot of ways, and I'm very excited. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, like, what level of seriousness do you want this? Because I will tell you anything that you want to know. Well, I I'm thought- assuming you don't know a a lot there's no. a lot okay so. so there's a lot that i do know but it's mostly from like an atheist perspective where it's like here are all the shit that don't make sense right yeah um yeah. which is a very biased way to look at it um but i thought you had a sermon prepared did you not my god oh no not my god your god that's the point um sorry i love those kinds of jokes uh so the, the terms of the bet would that I would be, like, essentially preached to, not that I would necessarily have anything to say about it, and uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is one of the, uh, one of the ones that I know the least about, like, its specifics, so I'm much more familiar with, like, uh, Catholicism, right, or Protestants, yeah. or Church of England, uh, which is Protestants. Um, especially because I have some personal experience with some of those. Um, so what sets your one apart? Let's start there. Like, why why this particular subset of Christianity? Absolutely. So the, uh, we believe in Christ. Um, that wasn't apparent. Mm -hmm. Um, when Christ, when Christ died, his apostles also died and not a lot of people accepted his gospel the gospel and Mm -hmm. so it fell away in a sense where the the true like knowledge that he had given and teached and preached people was no longer being taught because no one was believing in it and that went on for thousands of years um went until 1820 Mm -hmm. where um a boy by the name of Joseph Smith, who was 14 at the time, lived in the U.S., lived in New York. Um, he was looking for religion, and mm-hmm. he went and he read the scripture in 
James that says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. And so he was like, okay, God, like, if I can ask you, like, which church is right, then you'd tell me is his mindset. So he went ahead and went into the woods, and he said a prayer by himself, like, trying to, like, you know, con himself Convenient that there's no witnesses. Yeah, convenient. Um, that's what and, I'll say. Uh, and uh, God and Jesus Christ both appeared to him as people mm -hmm. um, and told him that none of the churches were correct, that he should join none of them, but that he was to help um, restore the truths that Christ had taught when Christ was on the earth. Mm. And that when Joseph Smith was going to be older, he was going to have to do this. So mm -hmm. obviously he wasn't going to have a 14-year-old boy just start the church right then and there. Um, I'll, I'll, yeah, no, that would be that would be unbelievable. Um, that that if he was that 14, so that, that, that would unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, right. Okay. Okay. So that's interesting. Does the story continue? Does yeah, so oh. he restored he restored the church with um, he had personal revelation from the Lord, several visits from Christ himself. Um, was told where to find a record of people that had also followed Christ that lived in America before um, the Pilgrims, and that's the Book of Mormon record. Mm. Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. we believe is another testament of Jesus Christ. So we believe in the Bible and we believe in the Book of Mormon being mm -hmm. true factual Fuck events. Fuck you! I'm trying and to help you, so motherfucker! He helped translate that mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. then published it. And that's why it's like we're different because everyone's just like, oh yeah, you Mormons, you believe in the Book of Mormon. And um, yeah. So I guess that's kind of like the the biggest difference is that a lot of other churches don't believe in mm. in more scripture they're just like it's just the bible that's it or even like it's not even the bible like you know there was some prophet that was jesus and mm -hmm, therefore mm -hmm. we need to be baptized or just believe in him you know so okay so yeah so the teachings in the bible and in the book of mormon we support yeah, mm. uh, which in, which includes a lot of things like baptism, mm -hmm. uh, receiving the Holy Ghost for yourself, and following the commandments, trying to be Christ-like, and Christ-like, and that we can live again. <laughs> yep. Okay. So that's I think the basis of mm. uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. your question of what so, that's about that part. So. First thing I would like to ask is this man, Joseph, um, let's call him Joey. He walks into the woods, Joey, and he says to God, which church should I join? And okay. if you're looking for divine inspiration onto to picking a religion, but you only <laughs> consider the Christian churches and you just so happen to get a Christian church, God talking back to you, how do you reconcile the fact that there are other religions that are not Christ-based, that have been around predating Christ and are still going. Yeah. I know so, wildly different, which is the important <laughs> one. Um, so we believe in uh, Satan as an actual being that can influence us, mm -hmm. um, tempt us and do things. And so 
Um, God's given him a bit of power, you could say, to influence us mortals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, which I'm... includes making up churches. So we do believe that, like, the other churches are all you know, the devil. Soiled by, soiled <laughs> by him. There's uh-huh. truth in them. There's just not all the truth in them is how we view it. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so if you believe that the devil can get around and poison the well, so to speak, you, there's what level of criticism or skepticism do you need to have internally for your own organizations? Or do you just go, well, this one guy walked in the woods and that's good <laughs> enough for me, but everything else is of the devil. Can't happen here. No, no, no. Where do you, yes. where do you draw the line internally? Um, it's, it's all, and I challenge you to this too. Like if you actually want to know, like we tell people you have to pray and you have to figure it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. So like, you can't just be like, yep, I believe it. And then like, that's it. Like you actually have to be like, I figured it out. I thought about it and then I prayed about it and I felt something that was really good. And every mm-hmm. time that I think about it, it still feels good. So like, like we go to church all the time and we hear stuff. And sometimes people like throw in their own, you know, opinions of like doctrine that's definitely not right. And uh, so that's where it's like, it's still up to us to like Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. really be like, God will correct us and be like, nope, nope, nope. That's not, that's not what my church is about. Like that's Mm. that one guy's opinion. Um, We also have, we also believe in prophets. So we do have a modern day prophet who gives us counsel. Mm. Um, his name is Russell M. Nelson, okay. and there is a quorum of apostles. Oh. So there are 12 apostles that are living today. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so that also helps us, too, because right. if there wasn't someone in charge, we would... What, what's the what's the like determining factor like what how does someone become a prophet right does you get called by god okay how do you prove that like how do you tell other people god did this to me right like he has me on mm-hmm. speed dial or i have him on speed dial how, like yeah. how how did someone get recognized as a prophet so joseph smith was the first prophet in the latter days is what well no i'm, I'm talking about the modern guy nelson yeah yeah so so they, like, if he died, mm-hmm. let's say, it would be, of the remaining apostles, it would be the eldest apostle that's been serving the longest would be the next one. Um, but they still have to do, like, a vote, okay. which is basically okay, uh, okay. the personal revelation on it. So. so it's just who's been around the longest. It doesn't actually mean you have any real special connection. I mean, you can view it that way, but that's not how we view well, it. <laughs> I mean, how do you become an apostle then? Because um, if it's just the oldest apostle and a vote, right? You've just been chosen by people, not by God. So how do you become an apostle? Yep. Um, Let's move down the line until we find that divine connection prophet, that is the, provable. Because okay, so that's the part that so, matters. Yeah. So the prophet, I believe, it's the a prophet gets revelation of who to call as apostles. Mm-hmm. And then they're called, they're asked to like... Omicron, will you be an apostle? And be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, and um, obviously you have to be living um, a life according to the gospel. They don't just call anybody. Um, <laughs> uh, usually the people that they call <clears throat> are people that have already been like serving in the church for a very long time. Mm. 
Um, so it's really not like a surprise if you're like, oh, you know, they're not just going to be like, Obama, we need you. Like, <laughs> come join our church. You know? um, How convenient that God wouldn't call out perfectly good people to be like, hey, we think you do good work. You're a good person. No, no, it's already the people who already are here doing the work. It's very convenient, in my opinion. Very, very contrived. I mean, convenient, yeah. I think they just need, I think God just wants people leading his church that aren't going to lead a bunch of people astray. Because if they just had well, anybody be a prophet, then well, everyone would be like, no, that, that's, do whatever he says. Well, that, yeah, no, obviously. But the, the, the idea that only people who are already within the church uh, other people who will not lead you astray excludes literally everyone else on the planet and is, um, what's the right word? Uh, the argument is self fallacious. <laughs> it's designed to make you make people who are already there feel good. <laughs> so that's only for, I guess, when you're being called as an apostle. Sure. Like your life before that. I mean, our prophet grew up without the gospel in his home. So he didn't, he wasn't born into it or anything he Mm -hmm. found it um so we call them converts when it's like you join later rather Mm -hmm. than it being like a lifetime thing which is my thing like i've been in the church my whole life so Mm -hmm. so anyone can join the church Mm -hmm. it's just the lord calls the leaders um people who have been righteous that can lead because Mm -hmm. He needs people that are going to lead and help people rather than making it a problem. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I know it sounds convenient, but <laughs> super convenient. Here's here's the thing. So, so Samarkand, what's what's your favorite uh, what's your favorite video game? Ooh, or- Final Fantasy VII. Okay, so Final Fantasy. Let's pretend that Final Fantasy is the best game in the world. I mean, we we don't have to pretend, but yeah. Great, there you go. It's the best. So let's say, like, even on a level where it's perfect, like, it's compatible with everything, it has the best graphics, it has just, like, the best features. It's a game that, like, blows your mind every time you play it. You're just like, this is crazy. Okay, so now you're trying to explain... Final Fantasy to someone, maybe me, who's never played it before, mm-hmm. but I've heard of other people, but I'm just like, eh, it can't be that good. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of the situation that I'm in where like, I've been playing the Final Fantasy mm-hmm. version of like my whole life where I'm like, I'm really excited to tell someone about this, but I also understand that like, unless you actually play the game, there's no way you can understand. Like, what I'm trying to explain to you, so. Um. Also convenient, right? Because I can give you the game. I can send you a copy. I can let you play the game, right? I can point to points, parts in the game that are what make it great. It's tangible. It's evident, right? But saying mm-hmm. I need to pray to understand why praying is necessary is, like, that's <laughs> circular logic. <laughs> I, it's... It's like, sure, I can take part. Like, I've prayed before. My parents are, not my parents, my grandparents are very religious, right? We say grace before eating, et cetera, et cetera. Like, when I was younger and we'd stay or I'd go to church on Sundays. I've been through all that, and there's never, ever been anything happen. I've just sat in a room with people eating grape juice and crackers and <laughs> reading from a book, right? Mm-hmm. So, if doing it is the defining factor for understanding it if people who do it still don't understand it 
mm-hmm. you don't have tangible evidence or proof, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing that you can prove to me that is true about it, or even in that sense, understandable gotcha. for why it, for why it works. I should say for you. Yes. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. So again, I'm not a missionary, so mm-hmm. I, and I haven't actually like talked to somebody who's been asking questions like this for a while so um (laughs) so i'm gonna make mistakes here so i will clarify something Mm -hmm. all right so you when you pray um you want to ask you know like is is he real like is he there um and he he doesn't answer sometimes because he's busy um, some people ask because they don't care they don't want to know they're just like oh i'll just do it i'll just ask but what if you actually cared and you are actually wanting to know, like, are you really there? Like, what would you do with that knowledge if it was a yes? Okay. Would, you, would it change your life or would you just be like, all right, well, now I know. <laughs> well, uh, it would change my life, but now I know uh, is an honest answer because even if he was real, I still take issue with the way things have gone. And I think if you're as a supreme being as that one, uh, you can probably do some shit to fix it or have done it a better way um you know any useful medical information in any of the testaments would have been great but it's really convenient that none of that's in there ever at any point right um even arguably stuff that is designed to make people sick right um i know you said you don't need to listen to like or you don't need to believe or uh, follow the old testament but i think one of the my favorite things from that is Jesus telling people that you don't need to wash your hands because it's not what you put into your mouth or what comes out of it that matters. <laughs> but if you've ever lived through a pandemic, wash your goddamn hands. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so I, I can... The, the idea that all the people who have never received an answer just didn't want to like just didn't want it enough is a really dismissive way of putting it for why god who is omnipotent and everywhere and all powerful and all knowing just decided not to tell you because he thought you would fake it (laughs) right Mm -hmm. that's very dismissive and frankly condescending i don't like it yeah um hmm man it's so hard to explain so yeah, I mean, I get it. I, I get where you're coming from, Summer. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. everything that you say, it's like, I totally get it. It's just, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm trying to explain as best I can to help no. you understand. Yeah, so, no. it's like a weird thing. No, 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 okay, look. But now I have I, to, like, try to describe it. <laughs> I, 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 I do sympathize, so let me make it simple for you. I think faith is an inherently dishonest position because it, from the outset, says... If there is evidence to the contrary, I will ignore it. <laughs> and that's dishonest. Um, and so when you come from a position that says people who have faith who want to know will get answers, and those who don't have the faith but want to know won't, it's dishonest. It's not not how I think I, life should be lived. right? I, like, here's the thing. We argue over the difference of whether or not we should believe or go to church on Sunday, right? But ultimately, I think our lives still live basically in equal measures, right? We're both, I still, like, we're both still good people, I feel, <laughs> or at least trying to be. So the idea that um, 
faith is the requirement factor because ultimately religion is a goal to get into heaven, right? Like it's the path to the afterlife. That's the idea. That's how people sell people on religion. It's like, hey, believe in this, do good things. When you die, it's not all over because people are scared of death. Um, but I, like, we, there's so many like a thousand ways this can tangent off. But you know, you're good. Just do them all. It's just, okay. Just we go. Got two just go. Hours to fill. It's true. We do. Um, and so I genuinely feel like despite the fact that it can still lead to good lives and people doing good things and benefits for everyone around you, it's an inherently dishonest position that diminishes what we actually do and know to have. Even though our lives are identical in meaning and purpose and if, if this is all we have by saying it needs to be lived in dedication to somewhere else in hopes, in chance, in maybes, that we will get to somewhere else, you, people will miss out on what they actually have here and now, which is tangible and evident to be true. Right? Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I am understanding everything you say. It's mm -hmm. just I'm trying to figure out how to, like, explain my belief without, like, with... Uh, yeah, it's hard. It's a weird, it's a weird mm -hmm. dynamic. It's mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, so, okay. So the Book of Mormon, mm -hmm. um, the Bible was the timeline from Adam until John, which mm -hmm. was right after Christ. The Book of Mormon was the timeline of 600 BC, a family that lived in Jerusalem mm -hmm. and left and went over to America up until about 400 AD. Okay. So, and that's their record in the in the U.S. Basically, before it was the U.S. in the Americas. Mm -hmm. Um, in it there are they talk about prophets of old. So they talk about like Moses, and they talk about you know the beliefs of like Christ is going to come. We need to like watch for the signs, and that we're going to be visited by him. Mm -hmm. And then leading up to that, even goes to when Christ does come, and Christ visits them after he dies. Mm -hmm. and that whole experience mm -hmm. and then the lives of them living there after okay. so there there were many prophets um from the book of mormon that were like there's even examples of ones who didn't believe and were actually going around being like you should not believe like telling people you need to leave the church <laughs> um and um an angel on one example came down and struck the dude dumb for three days and was like, you need to change. And then he turned into a prophet after that. So um, I guess it is unfair to say that, that like, if you do pray, you're not going to get an answer unless you're really for sure. Mm -hmm. Because God can do whatever he wants. He can, he can give you those feelings, like those promptings and being like, hey. Mm -hmm. um, but the biggest thing that we believe that's just, I guess, encompassing everything is free choice. Mm -hmm. um, we believe that you're given a choice of like what you want to do in your life um, and where you want to go, what you want to believe. Mm -hmm. And God, if he is all powerful, uh, could easily be like, we're just going to make everybody righteous. We're going to make them all do what I want and they're all going to get their happy ending. So what's the point? You know, why do I need to give them free choice? Well, okay. So let me ask you a question. Is it true that all sins are forgiven except for the sin of disbelief? 
good question. Because um, if the sin of disbelief is the only one that is not forgiven, then do we really have a choice but to be righteous? Because if it's the only one that's not forgiven, I don't get into heaven because I don't believe. But I hate to be the guy on the internet that goes there, but Adolf Hitler gets in before I do. <laughs> right? Um, no, no. You can you can be forgiven. Um, I'd say that the I believe the only thing that's like the worst thing that you could do is actually being prophet and mm-hmm. then falling and purposely trying mm. to tell people that it's not true, even though like you've seen God or talked mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. That would well, be like the worst sin. Pretty I, unforgivable. <laughs> well, I, I can see why that would be unforgivable, but also that would be the most reliable source because certainly someone that was at that level who can then tell you, no, it's for sure all made up, is the person with the most experience to tell you, no, we're just faking it until we make it, <laughs> right? Mm. Like, that's the person whose witness testimony that you can value. Uh, has that happened? Anyone who's like, I'm a prophet and now I don't want to be? Um. No, we haven't had any prophets um, that have gone away like that. Mm-hmm. Um, God's promised us that that won't happen. Like, we can always trust our prophet. That prophet's never going to go away. But okay. uh, as far as, like, you know, Satan's definitely, like, not coming back. You know, that's unforgivable. Uh, so that's a good example. Mm-hmm. Again, it's, it's like there's probably, like, a handful of souls that would ever be like unforgiven mm. okay. so and again that's up to god because i don't even know oh right no of course <laughs> you know right. it's gonna happen right you're not god um, you tell me if you were god um yeah i would totally tell you i'd reach through this monitor and be like here's omicron here's my knowledge i mean honestly i think that's better than water into wine or walking on water or feeding an army of Italian. <laughs> you reach through my monitor i would believe pretty quick right <laughs> I mean, you'd be like, all right, <laughs> isn't, isn't that kind of the point of like walking on water there to show people like literally that mm-hmm. this, but how come that doesn't happen anymore? Like obviously no one else is Jesus. Um, and he was the one doing that stuff. But if it was obviously evidently necessary to physically prove that who this person was, who they said they were, how come, you know, people 2000 ish years ago got the, got all the evidence we needed just in a time where we didn't have the infrastructure to adequately record it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, it still happens today. There's miracles, maybe not walking on water. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I've experienced, you can call them miracles, like uh, in my life where like I've been sick and gotten blessings. Um, so that I could get better. And okay. even had, even had ones that were instantly better, like instantly better. Mm. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. I mean, they're just like little stuff. Like I was at college and I was going to go take a test and I had a major headache. And so I called up a friend who has, we believe in the priesthood Mm -hmm. that you can have the priesthood. And so you can give blessings um, of comfort and of healing. And so I was like, Hey, I need a healing blessing. Like I have a major headache. I need to feel better. And so he gave Mm -hmm. it to me and it went away like right away. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, uh, are you aware of the term placebo? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, so that's what happened. Oh, I've, I've had <laughs> blessings where they haven't gone away instantly. They're more yeah. just like over time. Ah, okay. There was the time-released capsules. So it's, not, yeah. it's not just Do- like... <laughs> <laughs> right, no. But, I mean, placebos are the effect of you believe it to work, so it does. Right? Like, mm-hmm. that's... 
not to diminish your personal miracles, your your experiences, but miracles performing because you believe in them is a placebo, right? That's how it works. Modern medicine uses placebos uh, from time to time, obviously can't rely on it too heavily because people will work out the trick and then they won't believe in it. Um, it's interesting that people it can be tricked like that. But so when you tell me that you've been healed, it's not like you've ever had a cut miraculously heal up in, instantly. No. Just just things that are intangible pain in somewhere in your brain that no one can verify that was actually there in the first place. Um, no, like I've had, like I broke my arm. Mm. and had a blessing right before surgery that it was going to go well. I was going to be able to use my arm again eventually as perfect as I had before. Mm-hmm. And it, it is like, mm. which even the doctors were worried because they're just like, I mean, you got to be real. Like I worked at a doctor office and they're like, you got to be really careful. Like when you break an elbow, like joint, like they know someone that can't do this. Oh, they yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. but no full range, even like my double joint nice. is back. Oh, like, you're double jointed. Excellent. I'm, I'm double jointed. Yeah. I think yeah. that probably helped with it breaking and dislocating at the same time. So. Oh yeah. I can see um, that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I broke my uh, ankle when I was in high school and it broke pretty bad. It broke like around the, like the socket joint and then where it connects to the tibia and the fibula. So I had... Uh, surgery for that and I've still got a metal plate and like half a dozen screws sticking in it uh, yeah uh, no blessings were required and full recovery full range full range of motion I don't enjoy running anymore but mm-hmm. I can I can get around I do a physical exercise job no blessings required I thanked my doctors um, and uh, Medicare uh, which is our socialized healthcare because I didn't have to pay for the surgery we do believe in medicine. I know there's other churches that don't. Yep. So I will I will answer that mm-hmm. myth. Mm-hmm. We believe in medicine. Um, <laughs> well, our bishop is a doctor, so. Okay. Well, I mean, that's interesting. Medicine doesn't require belief. For the most part, obviously, I just mentioned placebos, right? But that's, yeah. Yeah. that's you know, uh, the exception that proves the rule. Um, if you put a Band-Aid on a cut or if you clean out a cut, it won't get infected because you cleaned it, right? Like, we know this works, uh, which is always interesting when I see people being like, nah, you need to, like, grind up a rhino's horn if you want to <laughs> heal yourself. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you know. I'm like, wolfbane and, like, yeah. root of mandrake of something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Drink hemlock or something, yeah. Yeah, right, yes. <laughs> uh, um, so let me ask you, uh, what... Would, do you believe in an afterlife, I guess? No. Or... When, when you die, you're a rotting carcass of monkey meat, and all that you were is now destined to turn to dust. And that is all. And that's all, yeah. I mean, if you're very, very lucky, people will remember you, and that's good enough. Even, even if they only remember you for a little bit. Because, right. you know, if I was yeah. around for all time, then... Why would they be sad? They knew, like, if we knew we were all going to go to heaven or hell, I don't know, I'll save you a seat, um, that they'd see me again. Why be sad now? Mm-hmm. Right? Also, I've, I've got lots of questions about the afterlife. Like, children who die of bone cancer, do they go to heaven and then still have bone cancer? <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. Are they perpetually no. children? Do old people no. die with Alzheimer's and they just don't remember anyone? <laughs> right? <laughs> 
right? Yeah. How's the Wi-Fi then, by the way? How's <laughs> the Wi-Fi? Well, I'll, here, let me, I did prepare something, so. Mm, okay. Um, this is what we call the plan of happiness or plan of salvation, which is the answers to where you're from and why you're here and where you go when you die. Okay, okay. So, um, let me share my screen with you. Oh, that, yep, okay. I guess, just no. how, we, how it goes. Yeah, you can do that. Cool. All right. Did you prepare a slideshow? <laughs> I did. <laughs> All right. So, Samacron, before we're here, um, our spirits, we believe in spirits. Our spirits were in a place um, uh, unknown, I guess. It's just a, out in the middle of nowhere um, called pre-mortality. And we knew God. We knew Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, we knew Satan, um, who was called Lucifer, mm -hmm. um, and God came up with a plan that we would come to Earth, get bodies, and then return to him. Mm -hmm. um, but he needed, he needed a savior for the world because people were going to sin. Mm -hmm. uh, so they needed somebody that was going to be perfect, that could uh, live a perfect life, suffer mm -hmm. for the sins of people, and then die, and then, you know, unlock the rest of basically the end. <laughs> So, uh, Jesus I, was like, I'll do that. <laughs> okay, okay. This is good uh, first draft uh, fantasy. Yeah, um, personally, I'm more of a fan of Lord of the Rings. But, uh, okay. You know, um, depends where this goes, you know. Yeah. So, Lucifer um, was like, hey, that's an interesting plan, but I have a better idea. And he, he proposed that he just makes people do what God wants. Um, mm. Makes them no choices has them do everything so then everyone could come back and uh that's uh that's when like <laughs> the falling away i guess of satan uh, from lucifer to satan happened because god was like no we're gonna let people choose mm -hmm. and um we were all there we all um like you me everybody that you've mm -hmm. ever seen we're all there and mm -hmm. a bunch of people decided to go with satan's plan okay and they are his followers. So, like, um, anyone who went with Christ and with God, they all came here to get a body. So, everyone that you've ever met knew each other in the pre-mortal life, <laughs> and they all chose uh, God's plan, is what we believe. And I know that that's far-fetched for you, but I'm just explaining I what mean, we believe. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. <laughs> All of it's far-fetched. Like we've had a we've had a half an hour conversation that is understated by far-fetchedness, right? There's a Pokemon that's going to sue us for copyright infringement on how far-fetched this is, <laughs> right? Wow. Uh, All right, so I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, keep going. You're just going to be like, who made this up? I, I did not make this up. All right, so someone after did. After pre-mortal life, we had to be born, but we were given a veil of forgetfulness. So we don't remember what happened before. Convenient. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, look at that. We came to Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, no one has a memory of, like, where they were before Earth. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's almost um, like we know our memories are stored in our brains, which develop <laughs> over time, and thus we can't access information we haven't experienced. Um, but yeah, go on. Veil of forgetness. 
right. so, um, we come to Earth, we get a body, which is what we, we asked for um, and agreed to. Uh, Christ came to Earth, he got a body, he suffered, you know, all of the sins. We believe that literally mm -hmm. uh, for people so that they, if they wanted to return, they could. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then we die. Um, mm -hmm. When we die, our spirit and our body are separated. So our okay. body stays on Earth. Mm -hmm. um, but our spirit goes to either uh, paradise or spirit prison, which a lot of places think of this, this part of the journey as heaven or hell, mm -hmm. where like, okay, our spirit goes and we're either happy when we die or mm -hmm. we're really sad when we die. Um, we don't believe this as the, the, the resting place, though. This um, is an in-between, is what you're saying? This is a, like an in-between, like a limbo. which is oh, or a purgatory. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so um, paradise are for people that um, accepted Christ, were baptized, and they're, they tried to become like him. Spirit prison is... Um, like, we don't know exactly, like, what you're going to be experiencing doing it, other than you're going to be taught to by the people who are in paradise. So similar to, like, missionaries teaching people who never got to know about Christ. Uh, it's kind of like that. They'll just be taught what's going on. Um, <laughs> they're they're going to be sad. They're going to be... Um, probably miserable if they've been sitting a lot, but there's hope still because mm -hmm. we, we believe that there's more. So okay. after, after the whole earth is done, after everybody's ever lived, the final judgment is, um, basically like your final project, like <laughs> of everything, like <laughs> everything you've ever done is laid out uh -huh. and Christ and God are there and they're like, okay, Samarcon, where where do you stand? What do you believe? Where do you want to go? And then based on what you have personally chosen, you get mm -hmm. to go to uh, different areas. Um, mm -hmm. The best area is called the Celestial Kingdom, mm -hmm. which those are for people who um, were baptized, they believe in Christ, they want to be with God forever. Mm -hmm. And so they go there. They're very happy there. Um, and it, they compare it to the brightness of the sun, where it's like a glory. That, that blinds people. <laughs> That's not a good thing. That blinds people. You can't <laughs> stare at the sun. <laughs> so the best thing I have to hope for is an eternity of blinding light. <laughs> you won't be blind. <laughs> um, yeah, you're going to get your body back. This one? Perfect it's, body. It's <laughs> a perfect one. You won't have those screws or plates in your ankle. Um, you will, you won't have cancer, you know, like those people that have cancer. Um, mm -hmm. You're not going to be old. You're not going to be frail. Mm -hmm. You're going to be, you know, mm -hmm. well, well off. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. If you don't go there, you go to the terrestrial kingdom which mm -hmm. is like the brightness of the moon. Still a very happy place. <clears throat> um, people who don't accept Christ, but they're like, you know, I'm, I'm happy with doing good. I obviously don't want to like lie or kill people. 
Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. not my intention in life or mm-hmm. afterlife. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really don't want to like, you know, chill with God. I don't, I mean, that's not for me. Like that's for them. They've got their own. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. So that's the, the terrestrial kingdom. Okay. So is there like a excursion at the terrestrial kingdom? Like, can you meet up and hang out with the people who went to the celestial kingdom? Can you guys still be friends? Uh, celestial people, anyone who's higher can come down and see you. Okay. But you can't go up. But okay. you wouldn't want to go up anyway. Like, you'd oh, be like, I don't no. want to go there. I, I don't want to get... It's blinding. <laughs> right. I don't want to be blinded by the light. Um, so, well, I'm just thinking about communications now. How to, like... How do I? How do we meet up for D and D? You know, right? I know, right? Uh, Zoom. Zoom is the eternal <laughs> way of communication. <laughs> no, I, I don't know how that works. I, no, I obviously, no one knows how that works. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, yeah. yeah. Continue. So, all right. Then the the third one is like the brightness of the stars, the okay. telestial kingdom. This is for people who are murderers, liars. Uh, they really don't like religion you know mm-hmm. let's say they're just like i don't really care about doing good i don't believe mm-hmm. in that stuff it's not for me mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it never was for me like even when they were taught about it after they died they're just like no like i don't know if hitler's gonna be there but like if he never accepted it it's like that's where hitler would be basically <laughs> um okay again yep. can't judge not him so um mm-hmm. but uh very last one, very sad one. Yeah. Outer darkness. Okay. Um, this this is where like Satan and his followers go. Okay. Um, or or anybody who like you know was like level of knowledge of prophet and then purposely fell away and tried okay. to like bring other people away. Mm-hmm. Um. So like maybe Cain would go there again. That's up to God to decide. But Cain, you know, Cain, Cain, Cain killing Cain. Abel. Oh, he killed his brother. Murder. Didn't he? First murder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, mean, statistically not the first murder, because, I mean, there were people around before that story came about, so that's a nice try, but not the first murder, (laughs) or at least highly unlikely, Uh, because, I mean, define murder for me. Uh, Killing somebody so that they're no longer on Earth, there is death. (laughs) Right, but I mean, animals do that all the time, why is it animals death less important than our own um we have uh like hmm, what's the technical term cognitive something it's like a higher intelligence okay so we're, we're um, the intelligent species right yeah is what you say so like okay. we okay. we can we have like um i guess like all dogs go to heaven like everything <laughs> that god's created um like animals or plants or whatever like they're all gonna be fine like i don't so, know if so anim- plant animals get to kill but animals get to kill but we don't okay that seems unfair uh... yeah i mean you know they're animals they're <laughs> they're animals wow way to look they're, down on them so condescending they're animals Humans are um, animals. Are higher than animals. We're animals. Um, as far as intelligence goes, so. Oh, we're, we're definitely the smartest animals. I'm not arguing that point, but we're definitely still animals, and we've got the genetic uh, evidence to prove it as well, right? Yeah. We can define yeah. ourselves into primates and the Homo species, and you know, 
all of our cousins. So we're definitely still animals. So what about the other humans' cousins? Or are they? is that a, like a giant conspiracy where Homo erectus and, you know, the rest never existed? Or do they get to, like, because uh, they're basically people. They had tools and language like we do, sure. They didn't live with us. Well, I mean, they don't live with us today uh, because we did a thing called genocide. Um <laughs> um i don't know i'm not the scientist i'm not a scientist i don't know i i I know that we're taught that like ab and eve were the first people and therefore hold on people after that are like god's children okay okay so so okay so you 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 accept that there can was at a point only two people yep and genetics you believe that's a real thing too and that would require a whole lot of I mean, I don't know how it works. so you endorse incest. I just believe it there too. Uh, I don't endorse it today. It mm-hmm. did happen though. So oh, cool. That cool. is how that worked. Uh huh. So, okay, what about like Noah's Ark? Because that also would require a lot of family mm-hmm. internal bumping uglies. Yep. Right. Okay. It happened. I it, mean, it, despite the fact that we could, that there's literally no evidence supporting Noah's Ark, right? No scientific uh, record. I thought they found the Ark. I thought there were, like, no. scientists that were, like, they found it. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> they found... You're talking, uh, about the lump of, you're talking about the lump of rock on top of Mount Ararat? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> that's, what that, that's what that is. It's a lump of rock. Uh, but here's the thing. Floods leave a lot of destructive evidence wherever they are, right? And we've dug through... Like, we have trees older than what people like than the bible that are still alive right so the people who wrote about a story and I, i'm willing to grant some time as stories would be passed down as oral tradition so i'm not saying when it was written in the bible that's when they thought it happened but um so i'm allowed i'm allowing some leeway but we have trees older than the records you purport to be true are that suggest a worldwide flood <laughs> right <laughs> a worldwide flood which would have destroyed the trees which is a point right like we've taken samples of the trees counted the rings on the inside which we know only grow one ring per year and we can see the difference in growth rates depending on what happened to the year so we can see the growth rates in summer spring winter as seasons change because the tree grows at a different rate we also know that if there was a natural event we would also see a decline in growth etc cetera, etc cetera, right there is no evidence for a global flood, right? Because if we saw trees destroyed on one side... Okay, so either either it happened and your god is a know. deceiver or it didn't happen. See, that's where that funny word faith comes in. Oh, like. okay. Yeah, so it's, yeah. you know, you're just going to be dishonest and ignore the evidence. <laughs> I mean, when Joseph Smith translated the Book of Mormon, there was no evidence of horses in the u.s and Mm -hmm. he was claiming that there were like he was claiming in the book of mormon it writes about horses Mm -hmm. and so everyone was like you're crazy there's no horses like obviously this guy's just made this up um but now today guess what there used to be horses and i mean these are just like it's just like a tiny example of like science can be wrong. Like I don't know I, I, everything. I, all right, I'm not going to argue science is right 100 percent of the time, all the time, and never is yeah. ever wrong. Because 
But the difference is science, when it's wrong and is, can be proven to be wrong, will change its opinion, right? Like if you can provide evidence yeah. anywhere, a tiny bit, right? We'll, we'll put in a footmark, uh, like the notation that says, this claim is disputed, <laughs> right? Yeah. We're, we're, we're happy to do that. But like, that's where faith differs because it's inherently dishonest. It will not ever change its mind on anything, despite the evidence. So if you're not supposed to lie, but you understand that your position is inherently dishonest, how do you reconcile that? That you're dishonest in your unwillingness to be honest? <laughs> I don't believe that I'm being dishonest. Like, oh, that's... right. Okay, right. You'll just be dishonest yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. Man, I mean, you know, I have questions too. Like, it's not like I just know everything once you're in the church. It's just like, oh, yeah, here's an oh, answer right. to, you know how people were made like were right. we really like was there evolution or was it just like boom bodies like i, I mean that's that, that's obvious because if it was as simple as joining the church anyone could try it and get that uh, get that information right but that doesn't happen because it obviously couldn't work that way uh, how to lose a friend in two hours oh no stop <laughs> crying. we're not even at one hour no it's not that i'm trying to figure out what to talk about that's all okay okay <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, you're good. It's good. Um, yeah. I mean, I know. So, like, I'm living. I'm living the principles of of the gospel. Like, mm -hmm. I say my prayers. Mm -hmm. I read my scriptures every day. I go to church. I follow the commandments. I follow the word of wisdom. That's the thing that talks about like, don't smoke, don't drink, don't you know. Um, don't watch movies because they eat, say the word fuck healthy. 280 times or something. <laughs> that's that's modern revelation. That's from prophets. Right? Oh. That's not from the word of wisdom, but it's oh. word of wisdom is from the prophet too. But anyway, so like I have my life example to like, you could say as an experiment where like I have tried and tested something over and over to see if it would work mm -hmm. and have come up with results that would lead me to believe it mm -hmm. but again it's like my personal study I guess of it mm -hmm. so and I think maybe that's what it is with like a lot of people in religion is that they are testing it for themselves and that's why they come to their conclusions because they're like okay well this this is what I believe because it's worked mm -hmm. and it's hard to explain you know, a feeling that you get if no one's experienced that. Like, if no one's ever stubbed their toe and you're, like, trying to describe, like, excruciating pain in, in this, you know, <laughs> right. one part of your body can cripple you. It's just, like, they'd be like, how could that possibly work? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it's like people have never stepped on a Lego, right? Like, yeah. like, but it's a tiny little plastic block. How could that be painful? You don't know. <laughs> you <Yeah>. don't know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so it's kind of like that, I guess, where it's like, I know what I know because I've experienced it and I've tested it, I've tried it, and, like, I feel really good. I feel mm -hmm. different because I do it. Mm. I've also lived not doing it during a time of my life, so I know what it's like to not feel what I feel. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And honestly, it was just, like, empty and, like, wanting, wanting that Final Fantasy game you know like i'd been playing it every day and then i was like no it's not the best one i'm gonna go to 
Fortnite. And then being like, <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> but trying to be like, convince myself that this is better. This is this is 100% better. Mm-hmm. And just every day being like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I had something in the middle of that, but I was like, no, I'll let you finish your notes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, hmm. So, okay. Except trying to get it back. Trying. I, like, no, you're I, good. I almost had it for like another second. Um, Okay, well, let's jump to something else while I try and think about that. But what are your like? What are your favorite passages that I should read? Like, which ones do you feel like hit you the most in the way that the feelings only work for you? Because um, the New Testament is Christ, so Old Testament's before Christ. Uh-huh. Um, New Testament. You could think of it like Testament is like the test, like commandments. So like the old law is law of Moses, which is why it's called Old Testament, and then mm-hmm. the law of moses was done when christ came and so it's the new testament so it's like mm. the new law so mm-hmm. uh definitely and one of my favorite scriptures is uh jesus did not come here to change the law but to uphold it really kind of throws that out of whack if it's new law and old law um mm. you know all that kind of stuff it's it's amazing how many like random um pieces of scripture i can quote because i like <laughs> i haven't read the bible and like you know, 15 years, and it's like, I can still remember the tiny little bits that support my argument. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay, so what would, what, like, New Testament, what's your favorite? Let me, let me, let me have a read, because I've got it I open. love, yeah, I love the talents uh, in Matthew 25. Matthew The story 25. of the talents, which is, um, in summary, he, let's see, the verses are 14. To think like twenty six. You think? Well, he talks in lots of parables. There's multiple parables, and uh, so he gives three men talents, which are like money, you know. So he gives one of them five, another one two, and another one one. The one who had one buried it because he didn't want to lose it. The ones who did five and two, they worked and they doubled their money. And so when the Lord came back, this was like the person that gave them the money, came back and was like, okay, what have you done with it? You know, the ones that had the five and the two are like, look, now I have 10, now I have four. And then he goes to the last one and he's like, what did you do with it? And he's like, oh, I hid it away so that I wouldn't lose it. But he didn't do anything with it. Um, For me, I like that because it's like, what am I doing with what I've been given? Am mm. I just hiding it away or am I like trying to expand it? So, and that can literally be like the other meaning of the word talent where it's like, I have a talent in art. So like, mm. am I trying to expand that or am mm. I trying mm-hmm. to like, Oh, I've got it. I'm good. I'll just hide it away. Fair enough. I mean, that certainly makes sense. <sighs> the problem with, the idea of talent being money in the story is concerning because he gives them money, but then you claim they worked and they earned more money, which means they didn't really use the talent in the first place. They held onto it and then they got paid, right? So you can earn money without talent. And assuming the guy who only got one, who then buried it, 
uh, you know, he had to eat somehow. He had to pay for that. So he presumably also worked. He just didn't get paid, which I guess just is like the Bible favoring the wealthy, right? Like the people who have lots of talents uh, get to live better, um, you know, and the guy who had few talents was not very good because he was probably poorly educated reading uh, a book of holy fables written by ignorant primitives. Um, you know, he just d did nothing. He sat on it. It's a really harsh worldview you've got there. The rich get rich. Wow. Um, so when we die, we, mm -hmm. and if we've lived our life, mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. We've done everything that God has asked us to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We get to the celestial kingdom. We have done everything, literally everything. We can eventually be like God is what we believe, where we can create our own worlds. Mm. So um, the verse, uh, verse 23, where... You know, his Lord said unto him, well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Mm -hmm. um, so it's also the story of like what we've been given here is an example of what we can have later. Mm -hmm. And only if we're actually trying to do that or trying to be worthy of that, are we going to get that? Oh, so it's not poor people's fault. They just don't try hard enough. <laughs> right? If only they applied themselves. Definitely. If right? only they did apply themselves. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Change everything. I mean, okay, so rich get richer, but people shouldn't have material possessions. They should donate it to the church in the form of a tithe, right? Which the church won't pay taxes on, but we'll ignore that for the moment. Um, so this is the Bible telling people to earn money so they can donate it every Sunday, right? That's what I'm taking. Like, this is the practical and everyday effects. I'm to, I'm, if we remove the metaphysical axis. We could go to Malachi. No, no, no. I wanted to look at what your favorite ones does and what it actually uh, does in the real world, right? People uh, earn money, right? They then give money to the church, which is fine. Like, if you want to support an organization that's your own personal choice, that's fine, right? <laughs> like, I I give money to charity, right? Actually, I need to give them my new credit card details. Uh, so they'll stop emailing right. me. I mean, mainly I give them money so they stop emailing me. Um, mm -hmm. Also, they do good work. But yeah, I mean, if we wanted to jump around, that's fine. But I just wanted to look at what your favorite ones do. Uh, like what they say when you uh, interpret them, which is to see what it says, ignore it, and then make up your own stuff, um, or what it actually does in practical terms. So that, that was enlightening. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Do you have, do you have any others? Sure, yeah. First yeah. Corinthians First. 15, verse 40 through 42. 15? 1 Corinthians 15. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Hold on. There's... You're good. First Corinthians. Yeah. Fifth, chapter 15. Okay. Yeah. Verse, verse 40 through 42. 40. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is whoa, raised whoa, whoa, whoa. in power. Oh, that's 43. Uh... Hold on. What the fuck? Okay. I, I was on. on 40 and then my mouth scrolled down. I was like, no, that's where okay. it was. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, there are so... also celestial bodies and bodies in terrestrial but the glory of the celestial one and the glory of the terrestrial one is another. That one? 
through, yep, through 42. Uh, there is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, and another glory for the stars, different from another star in glory. There is also there also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised from incorruption. I guess necromancers. What of the Bible do you have there? By the way, I am on the Church of Jesus Christ I'm looking through the one they provide. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I wanted to point that one out just because I had talked about the different kingdoms uh-huh, and yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, you're just making that up. It's just like, well, uh, it's not in the Book of Mormon, actually. It's uh, from the Bible. So. Right. I, it's, oh, God, I love that when people say the Bible says this and then you go, OK, give me a reference. <laughs> right. And they go, I don't know where it says it. And it's like, well, do you remember anything? Because we, we, we can search yeah. through documents. <laughs> right. So yeah. it's always amazing that people think they can. Um, call out someone who isn't making something up, uh, being like, you you made that up. And you go, no, it's here. And then they'll say, oh, the, the, the Bible says we have to uh, stop Mexicans from getting into America. <laughs> it's like, where does it say that? Well, I don't know. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I had a seminary teacher that was like, yeah, you can find stuff. Like, you can prove anything and make up anything with the Bible as long as you like totally don't translate it properly. And mm. like he even was just like, I think it was something as stupid as like, you could have a a club or a cult of like fuzzy bunnies, and like that was like a belief thing. Hi, friend. <laughs> That's my housemate. I told he he's got a bad neck and he has to be like walk around like this. And I told him uh, I lost a bet and I had to get. A missionary to come to my house, and he doubled over in pain, trying to stifle laughter. Oh no! Have yeah. you ask a question? Submit a question. Oh, would you like to submit a question? We're doing Q and A as well. I've had, I've done enough arguing in my life for, about religious things. Right. I really need to turn it down. It's not good for me. Anymore. Do you need a blessing? Do you need a blessing? Oh, do you want a blessing? She does. She does blessings. I can't do them over. No, I don't do them. Here, here. I'll give yeah. you my headphones. Just no, read here. Just, just no. try. Just try. No. Have faith. No. <laughs> Say a prayer. <laughs> oh, I'm leaving in about five ten minutes. Just letting you know. All right, cool, cool. He's going to what we call a real doctor. <laughs> That's good. I believe in that. You should definitely go get. You might be broken, bro. Get like a hot pad. Like, get a rice sock, put it in the microwave, heat it up. Yeah. Uh. Oh, so a great question. The priest. Well, a great topic, I guess. The priesthood is a big deal. Um, okay. A lot of churches believe like that they get their power from Paul, or like, you know. Catholicism is like, you know, they believe. Paul was the one that went on to found the church, right? Is that what I'm remembering? Like, for Catholicism, I am not the expert. Okay. But right. I know that they worship Paul a lot. Um, okay. So we have priesthood power given to us from God. So it's mm-hmm. God's power, not our power. Um, mm-hmm. People who are worthy, who have been baptized, who are living the commandments. Um, men at a certain age can get, there's two steps of the priesthood. So there's the Aaronic priesthood from time of Aaron. Like I think he helped reestablish it and was mm-hmm. given it first. And then Melchizedek. So you have two steps. One is um, 
higher as far as like you can just do more. So the first step, you can pass a sacrament. You can, you know, you have. This is like the the difference between being a first level paladin and a fifth level paladin in D&D. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Now you have like a channel divinity domain once you're at like Melchizedek. Yeah. So um, you have to receive that from someone who has received it. Authority um, uh, this is this is just men. Yep. Y- you as a lady uh, left out because you just have the wrong bits. Cool. Yep. All right. That makes that's no sense. Plan. All right. That's cool. Been, that's the plan. Yeah. So Joseph Smith was uh, visited by Paul, mm-hmm. Peter James, and well Peter James and John. They were mm-hmm. he was given the priesthood mm-hmm. from them. Mm-hmm. Um, along with two others that were his, uh, the apostles at the time, or counselors that were helping Joseph Smith. Could you shift your head? I want to look at the art behind your wall. Is that Lord of the Rings? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Excellent. Sorry. I was like, those hobbits look familiar. <laughs> Taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> yes. So, right, Joseph Smith, few people, got the priesthood, mm-hmm. then then anyone from that time now has a has a way that, li- that links back to them, the people, the originals. So like, so Joseph Smith might be on like your card that you get when you when you have the priesthood. That's the highest level. You get a who gave it to you, who gave it to them, who gave it to that person, who gave it uh, to that person. Right. And since it only went back to 1820, there's probably just like six names on your list. Right. That. Right. Um, so we believe in the priesthood, which, mm-hmm. again, comes from God, but we can do the actual blessing for people. So we do a laying on of hands. So Lay on hands. hands. Paladin, they'll, yeah, first yep, level. Yep, yep. They'll, yep, they'll put their, their hands on your head, uh-huh. and they'll say a prayer. And mm-hmm. they say it by the name of Christ, you know, by mm-hmm. the authority, mm-hmm. which they don't ever say like oh yeah by my own authority so i could never just be like somicron i jessica bless you you're gonna be better because i hold the power right we don't believe the power is all him and right um right yeah people who do that are not like you're like nope it's not gonna work (laughs) sorry (laughs) it's not how it works (laughs) right right um faith healers wonderful business you know they definitely definitely are not charlatans right the people that go around and be like i heal you it's yeah. uh, great. Oh God, uh, I know it's not you. Well, probably not. I don't know if certain, but there's uh, Kenneth Copeland or something. No, not Kenneth Copeland. I think Copeland's right, but it was. It's like a televangelist who was like offering a prayer to try and get out, get COVID out of America, and yeah. it's it's as like not pleasant to watch as your you can probably imagine, but somebody overlaid it with heavy metal music and it might be the greatest heavy metal <laughs> song of all time. <laughs> uh, I, I, I will find you a link uh, as, I don't know, you continue to talk about something. Feel time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's like another thing that really sets apart, I guess. Like, yeah. Um, we also believe that God, Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost are three separate beings. Okay. Which, is like a big deal breaker for lots of people because they believe that it's like one being that that they're mm. all just one deity and it's just one thing. Right. Um, we believe that there's 
three and that they all believe in the same goal so mm-hmm. that they're unified in that sense. Okay. Um, where other people believe in one being with like three different jobs. Right. So. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I, I know I'm looking away as I'm searching and I have found it, but I am listening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so I can go ahead and yeah, give trying to think. Yeah, we believe in baptism. Oh, we haven't even talked about temples. Oh, temples. Yeah, you want to go into temples? Uh-huh, yeah. Temples, yeah. temples are oh, where... Tennis coach, and I got it right. Nice. Yeah. No. Uh, temples, temples that you can do um, what are called ordinances, mm-hmm. which is like baptism is an ordinance. So it's like a symbolic, <laughs> symbolic thing of... <laughs> It's a great word for it because nobody thinks of that when you say ordinance, unless you're already a member. You say ordinance, and I'm thinking, what is America dropping on Afghanistan this time? Right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Like, yeah, no, yeah. So, ordinance is, you can think of it as just like another promise that you make. So, like, baptism is a promise that you make, a really okay. big one that you're mm-hmm. like, I'm going to follow you, I'm going to do what you t- say I do. Mm-hmm. Um, another ordinance is endowments, which. Uh, if you've heard of, you know, us wearing garments, um, which are like the white shirts and pants that we wear under our clothing, we get that, receive the promises there. We make promises wait. At, for that. Wait, wait, when you say we, do you mean like priests or like everyone? Everyone in the church that's old enough to receive them, receive them, that want I, to. If they I, so if you choose to wear them, you wear them all the time? Yep. Right now? Like, you can, yeah. Like you take them off for like swimming and showering. <laughs> right, obviously. I'm not yeah. I'm not suggesting you live in them, right? Like No. Uh, yeah. I, I it's just yeah, okay, okay. No. I did not know so that. Yeah. So that's why like you'd see like a lot of people who are modest, like they try to like mm-hmm. they have to cover their stomachs basically because it's like they've got a shirt down there. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So it's your version of like um a burka, right? It's for modesty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then the last one is temple marriages, which is like you get married and you promise to God that you're going to be married forever. Um, so those are like the three big things. The, the baptism one, you don't get baptized in the temple for yourself. You get baptized for people who have died. It's called a proxy. So it's just the name. We don't actually have bodies in there that we baptize. <laughs> um, <laughs> we we believe in doing work for people who have died. Um, we believe it's still their choice. They don't have to join our church. That's mm-hmm. t- again, we believe in agency. We believe that it's up to them. But um, we've been commanded to do it so that if they do want it, when they're in, you know, spirit prison or paradise that they can have that done for them because it's only something that can be done with a physical body okay okay yeah that's interesting um have i told you about the story because i'm the youngest of three kids have i told you the story of my sister's baptism she's older than me so obviously i was not there for this no what's the story the story is my grandparents are very religious right as i've mentioned earlier and my mother grew up religious my father did not not particularly anyway uh so my sister the eldest of three comes out gets baptized my dad goes that took way too long (laughs) didn't bother for the rest of us (laughs) 
like that, that that was his complaint for it which is that took way too long like just the event and ceremony was too time consuming to be worth it <laughs> Uh, oh no! So if uh, my sister gets into heaven, or, uh, well, uh, the 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 celestial realm or whatever at the end, uh, and I don't say hi. Okay. Yeah. Maybe she'll come to you. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Maybe she will. Um, yeah. So once oh, once you're in that realm, you're there forever. You can't change after that. Oh, but so if you were there and then decided lying and murder and rape and pillaging is great, you're just there. Nah, it's your, like, it's, it, I don't know how God's going to do it, but there's going to be enough times where you're going to be given enough choices that you're going to be like, this is definitely what I'm going to do for the rest of forever, that it's not a problem. Like, you're going to be <laughs> genuinely happy there with who and you're not going to want to change. I mean, uh, okay, like I understand what you're saying and why that should make sense to someone. Um, heavy skepticism. But uh, forever is a long time and good people go crazy, right? Like the idea <laughs> that you can be in a place forever in an unchanging like environment, right? It's like being like Castaway. You've probably maybe seen the movie Castaway. Yep. Um, Coming. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's a good person, but he goes crazy, right? And people who are crazy change in a way, right? Like, um, so the idea that we're going to go there and we're just going to be cool with it and never change, right? The idea that we won't ever change mm -hmm. implies we lack the free will to do so. So we get free will now, make a choice, lose it later. Yeah, I don't know how it works. Other than, yeah, I mean, you're not gonna have, you're not gonna have, you're not gonna go crazy because we're not gonna have mental illnesses. You're gonna have perfect knowledge. You're gonna have, in a, in ways that like I can't even fathom. Like I'm excited to see like mm -hmm. what that means. Like I'm excited to see what my perfect body's gonna be. Like, am I gonna look like this or am I gonna have like a better nose? Like, am I gonna have? Nah, your nose is fine. Am I gonna be taller? Like, you know, like things like that. Like, right. Well, here's the thing. Like, there's so many questions about that because it's like, do we still have to eat? Because I assume not. We don't have to, but can we choose to? So, can we create? That's what I thought too. Can, can we? Can like, I like steak, right? Have you ever had like a grade A five Wagyu steak, right? Like, it's basically like a marbled slab of perfect meat. It melts in your mouth literally because <laughs> it's so much fat. It also costs uh, like. The, uh, yeah, the, like, the GDP of a small country to buy a plate. <laughs> but if we're in the sun, right? Maybe literally, maybe not. Uh, can we raise think cattle? Like, think of it as like the brightness of it. Like it's going to just be like, not that, not, 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 never mind. Hold on. Because then you're going to be blind. <laughs> you're like, you're right. Right. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> right, no, like that's this is not questions I expect you to have answers to. <laughs> this is this is things nobody can answer because that would require having been there. Right? That's true. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Man, I really like. Um, so, like, I, I'll give you an example. Okay. I mark up my, my scriptures. I don't know if you ever did. As a, no. You know? Yeah. So, like, I did four years of seminary in high school where we okay. covered 
Old Testament one year, New Testament another year, Book of Mormon, mm-hmm. and then Doctrine and Covenants and Pearl of Great Price, which those are all texts also in our church that mm-hmm. are modern those. revelation from like Joseph Smith till now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So those would be like Joseph Smith received revelation on the word of wisdom, which is, you know, a great example. But people are always just like, oh, that's why you can't drink coffee or tea. And it's like, yep, because of DNC 88. <laughs> so. You don't drink coffee or tea? Nope. Like, okay, so there are people who don't drink coffee and tea. Like, and it, same as like drinking alcohol. I understand people's choice, right? And it's one of the things I don't like because I do believe this is to be our only existence. And you're intentionally limiting your experience and growth as a person for the things you may or may not like. But you like it's not required that you don't drink coffee, is it? Like it's not yeah. like you like you okay, so you won't get blinded by the sun if you drink coffee. So okay, what, okay so but like- but here's the thing. We know <laughs> coffee is a component is it's a compound. Is it the caffeine? Is it the sugar? Is it the water? Is it the milk? Is it the like what, which part of what, it can't you have? Uh, we have been addressed that caffeine is not forbidden because there were a bunch of people that were like, "Caffeine should be useful." They're like, "Oh, you know, you're drinking a Dr Pepper, what the hell? You know, right. you? You're a member of the church." Like the church was like, "Guys, we never said it was caffeine." Like it says. It doesn't, it's, it specifically says it's in DNC, uh, which is Doctrine and Covenants 89. 89. Uh, 89. And that, uh, verse 7, and again, strong drinks are not for the belly, but for the washing of your bodies. Uh, Again, tobacco is not for the body, neither for the belly, and it is not good for man, but is an herb for bruises and all sick cattle to be used with judgment and skill. And again, hot drinks are not for the body or belly. Well, okay, um, hot drinks. Which you is you can't have hot chocolate. You can't have hot chocolate. Oh is, no, you're missing which, out. Which is clarified as tea and coffee. So, okay, so you can't have a hot chocolate. But I can have hot okay, so the, I love hot <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and offer you that coffee is something that is greater than the sum of all its parts which is why it doesn't bother to list the specific part of coffee that you cannot have right like it's when you put all these things together and call it coffee then it becomes bad it's not like the coffee beans that contain evil uh compounds that can't enter the body right like i'm gonna offer you that olive branch right is that what this is saying because you know otherwise it just doesn't make any goddamn sense (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so a lot of people are they they with this specifically they're they're like they call what's following like the letter of the law mm-hmm. which is rather than the spirit of the law so they'll be like it literally says hot drinks so therefore i can have cold coffee mm, you know ice coffee is so good they're, they're like it's the letter which is like well you know actual, i mean the word. if if or, i like the spirit which is like you're not supposed to drink that because like well no 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 no. religion has always been clear and concise in what it wants to convey and if it meant you can't drink cold coffee it would say that like quite clearly and uh, it couldn't be disputed uh evidently Mm -hmm. cold coffee is fine um what about soup what about soup soup 
Soup is a hot liquid, like it's a hot drink, <laughs> right? Again, I'm telling it, you what has been, what has been um... Is it a problem if it's in a cup but not in a bowl? So if you put coffee in a bowl and drink it like that, is it fine? But if, right, but if you put soup into a thermostat, right, then you can't have it? So let me tell you what happens if you do. So we, we have the temple, which is like the highest thing that we can, I think, do yeah that we can do in this life that's like going to the temple is probably like if someone goes to the temple that's like as high as righteousness goes because Mm -hmm. you have to get interviewed by your bishop and then the what's called a stake president which is the person in charge of like the whole area of all the churches that Mm -hmm. like meet. so you have to get interviewed by two people and one of the questions is do you keep the word of wisdom so it's like, do you drink coffee? And if you're like, yes, it's like, okay, well, you just can't go to the temple. You can still go to church. You can still live your life, but like, you just can't go there. So well, hold like, on. When you say go to the temple, you mean a physical place. Like I can't go in, I can't visit this place because I drink coffee. Because I actually was drinking a can of V earlier today. Um, I can't. Correct. Um, correct. You would have to get a uh, recommend, which is just the letter letter of recommendation it on it yeah it's like it's like a letter of recommendation very small it's got your membership id on it and it's mm-hmm. got signatures from the bishop and stake president mm-hmm. that have clarified that they have proved that you can go in so when you do go to the temple and you go up to the door there's a person waiting there you give them your recommend they look at it make sure that it's real give it back to you and then you're off to your appointment which is either you know, baptisms or temple marriages. Right, right. Fun fact about this can of V. I don't drink V uh, all that often, but I had to get money out to pay back my housemate yesterday for buying lunch. And so I went to the shops and I could just go and ask the, like, the cashier, can I get some money out? But I feel bad walking into a shop and not buying anything. So I was like, oh, I'll get a drink, I guess a V. And that's why I got that. And then I got to the register, and for whatever reason, they were like, yeah, you can't do cash out. And I couldn't, like, oh, oh. I, I I felt too bad. I like, I, I couldn't I couldn't walk back and put it on the shelf, so I had to buy it. That's the whole reason why you were there. Yeah. I mean, is it good? I mean, was it, was it even worth your... Uh, I mean, it's not awful, right? Like, but it's not so good I would condemn myself to hell for it. <laughs> right? Um... Okay, cool, cool. Uh, coffee's so good, though. Coffee is good, right? Like, yeah. Makes your teeth yellow. It's true, but that's... So you can't function if you don't have it in the morning. Have you seen those videos of people that, like, go off coffee for, like, seven days that have done it, like, every day, and they're, like, going crazy? Right, well, I, I'm not saying it's not an addiction, right? But fun fact, if you like, they did a study, they, they put people who were religious, devoutly religious in an MRI and people who were addicted to, I think, tobacco. And I think there was like a hard substance like meth and then an alcoholic, all in MRI machines. And the one thing they all had in common was that the religious people and the addicts, parts of the brain that lit up were all the same when talking about their addiction. Right, which is why, which is which is why, uh, churches that offer like uh, Alcoholics Anonymous are so successful because they're not removing the addiction; they're just swapping their product to something that's more socially acceptable. Oh, like in their brain, that's yeah. Yeah, we have that. We have a twelve-step recovery for people with 
um, like alcohol and porn addictions. So. Right. Depending on when, uh, like if I was going to have a missionary actually come to my house, I would like, obviously I'm not going to do it here because we started seven 30 in the morning, but I was going <laughs> to have a beer like just in front of them. Oh my God. <laughs> You're like, so you guys can't have this, right? right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, don't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, we don't do that. I don't like. There's a problem with that where experiencing other cultures, like you're inherently inferring that other cultures that have alcoholics at ceremonies, right, or deep parts of their traditions, right, like let's say rice wine or sake in Japan, are just all somehow lesser because somehow throughout all of time nobody there ever listened to hey don't don't brew alcohol right or don't brew alcohol for drink right like obviously as a disinfectant it's great but nowhere in the bible will you find any like any talk about disinfecting something right (laughs) Uh, because they didn't know germs existed yeah you bring up a good point because there's a lot of traditions you know of Mm -hmm. Uh, of like traditions of my father's that there's like so many cultures where it's just like this is like you know even just asian culture like this is like what's expected of me so like Mm -hmm. how could you ask me to possibly change Mm -hmm. um and it's like god is the oldest tradition um so in a way you can (laughs) think of it like that where it's like we have calendars older than your religion right (laughs) like you can't (laughs) argue that like, get away with it. We it's... believe that God was before all of this. Like, he created all of this. He He brought all of us together, our intelligence together. He made the earth for us. He didn't. He Gravity made our bodies, that. gave us this place to be, and then we can be with him again. Right. But, like, uh, I, I just couldn't be like, oh, I'm going over to a friend's wedding or something and deeply spiritual for their own religious reasons or their own cultural reasons um and just being like oh i'll come but i'm not taking part right like there's like i'm an atheist but i I, like if i was like hey i'm doing i'm going to america and i stopping at ted's i stopping at your place i stopping at all my other friends and one of them happened to land on a sunday and you were like hey you want to come to church i'd be like yeah sure like i'm not against uh, experiencing what you believe, or at least attempting to, right? But to then just be flat out and be like, nah, can't do it, bro, because you have to drink, um, you know, wine or whatever in the ceremony, right? Just be mm-hmm. like, I couldn't, I, I couldn't live like that as a worldview that all these other places are condemned because coincidence, happenstance, I guess the devil. <laughs> Right, because that's basically the reasoning of what you're positioning, which is ten thousand years of human civilization, and the devil has intervened at every step that for some cultures to derive them of the light of the sun. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely like good ways to express that to people to be like, I'm not just gonna walk in on somebody's wedding ceremony and be like, you're doing it wrong, you know? Like, right, right, right. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, like I'd, I'd also respect if you were a Muslim or you had to pray mm-hmm. certain times a day, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to be like Samacron, like, come on, let's go. We're going to be late. Uh, like, I would be like, I you, know you got to do your thing. Like, do your th- yeah. When I was in high school, there were some kids who left early because there was a mosque down the road 
And they were like, well, we got to go pray it by like two, right? <laughs> and the like, school yeah. finishes at 2.30 and they're like, yeah, you get to go early. It's like, should I, should I change? Should I It's like, yeah, I mean, I didn't. Yeah. And I stayed in school. <laughs> you just didn't do it. So, um, so the Book of Mormon mm-hmm. has great scriptures about trying to be like Christ and Christ being there and like people who followed like teachings in the Bible. Um, so there's the last uh, book is Moroni, which he was the very last one to write in this. Um, mm-hmm. His father was Mormon. Um, and he was the one who actually took like all the records of all these other people that wrote, put it into mm-hmm. one book, mm-hmm. which is why they, they call it the Book of Mormon, because they're like, oh, this is like Mormon, put it all together into one thing. Right. But all the, all the writing styles are like different because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, Nephi was writing at one point. Alma was writing at one point. They're all just, he just abridged it. So right. Moroni is the son of Mormon. He was the last one with the records and he wrote some like powerful scriptures. I love the whole book of Moroni. It's my favorite book. Okay. And um, so he was, he was like the last righteous person in America around like 400 AD. Everybody else was at war, killing each other. Um, He had all the records, he was hiding them up and he was basically gonna die alone. And it was very depressing, but he knew that this is like what he believed and that um, it needed to be saved. And so he was instructed on where to bury it, which then, you know, thousands of years later, Joseph Smith was told where to find it. So that's the record that convenient actually brought out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so in Moroni chapter seven. Uh, do, these, oh, do, do, the, do these records still exist? Like if we were to get them and be like, let's carbon date the ink on them. And because that'll tell us for a scientific certainty of how old it actually is, right? Yeah, the the actual record is buried again. So <laughs> of course it is. Take it up. Yep. Oh yeah. Nope. I, yeah. I'm gonna go out on a limb and assume it's buried somewhere on private property that the church owns, <laughs> right? So no one accidentally digs it up, right? Like we wouldn't have put an apartment here, but found the Book of Mormon, right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> We're pretty confident that, like, no one would be able to find it. If God wanted it to not be found, he would make sure it wasn't. But it's uh, Hill Cumorah in New York. If you want to check that out, Hill Cumorah. Hill Cumorah? Okay. The Hill Cumorah mm-hmm. is where Joseph Smith went, and he unburied them and then took them back. Okay. So Moroni, last guy to write, wrote about um, charity uh, and chapter 7, verse 45, um, says, And charity suffereth long, and is kind, and envieth not, and is not puffed up, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, and rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, if ye have not charity, ye are nothing, for charity never faileth. Wherefore, cleave unto charity, which is the greatest of all, for all things must fail. But charity is the pure love of Christ, and it endureth forever. And whosoever is found possessed of it in the last day, it shall be well with him. Um, That's just like one example of the things that that we were taught is like to have love towards others and to have patience. 
So it's believeth all things. That's a contradictions, <laughs> right? It's contradiction, not contradictions, no plural, clarity. Um, believeth all things. How does that work? Because <laughs> obviously there are things you have to not believe. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like. <laughs> You could just not have written that. Like, surely whoever wrote that saw the irony in that, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. Give me strength. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, it's just an example of, like, what's what are some things that, they're, that we're taught in this is, like, how to be kind to others, how to um, live our lives and not kill people which is what a lot of this was honestly was there was a lot of war mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. some really cool chapters in Alma actually that are like when they're in war and like the strategies that they did to like outsmart the other imposters you know like <laughs> you'd go in and like attack a village and out outsmart them or something they'd get their land back so Alma oh my god so much to read Alma's long yeah Alma's long <sighs> I'll just skip to the end. It's probably all summarized anyway. I'll um, skip to the end. And thus ended the account. God damn it! <laughs> See that? I just wanted the clip notes. Is that the very end? Yeah, uh, the last one. And thus ended the account of Alma and <laughs> Helam and son, his son and also Shiblon, who was his son. Good to know. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tells me nothing about what happened. <laughs> Hmm. Actually, no, it ends. It ends bad. They got stirred up to anger again. Verse 14. Oh, I have like they? a little comment that's just like, no. Like, so they went through all that fighting just to fight again. And it's just like, <laughs> stop fighting. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, do you have questions? I guess. I mean, are there like. I'm <laughs> Questions. I think I've, I think I've had a lot of questions. I know uh, you've been. Um, mostly about about like all my questions are all kind of just like you realize this is made up, right? In one way or another, and like here's how we prove that it's made up, and you're just like, well, if you just believe it anyway. Uh, which is the point of faith, and I get that. Um, I mean, the only way to know for yourself would be to try it. Like, I guess, like if you took like, well, I mean, it's, it's too late for me now. Right. Like I've, I've had coffee. Oh no, <laughs> no, it's never too late. Dude, David like slept with a girl, had her husband killed and it's not too late for him. Like who's David, David, someone, you know, <laughs> David, in, oh my gosh. David in the uh, old Testament. Oh, is like, he the one that fought Goliath? The, yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yep. Giants, which there are also no evidence of. You think they'd leave bones or something when they died, didn't they? <laughs> oh man. Um. Well, I'm not. I. I mean, I'm not going to not try it, right? Well, what if you did? Like, what would it take for you to, I guess, believe something? Right. Uh, well, or, like, what would be? What would? <laughs> What would it take for me to believe something? Be like, yeah, like what would it take? What would it take for you? So information is only as valuable as you, as far as you can prove it to be true. So extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Uh, regular claims, like you know, someone called David, maybe uh, I can go. Well, 
There's lots of people named David, that's probably true, right? So for me to accept something on faith is not inherently out of the question by mere principle of how that functions, right? But extraordinary claims would require extraordinary evidence. Uh, I would need, like, Jesus coming down here walking on water, <laughs> right? That's, it. that's uh, the level? That's right? The level. Like, it, it has to be, like, tippy-top evidence, right? Like, I have to... He has to take my hand. We have to fall down the rabbit hole of showing me how the universe was created, right? Mm -hmm. um, the problem is... For me to take a stranger's hand, I need to know them, right? And so I now need evidence to why this guy is who he says he is. And then I now need a reason to trust that evidence and so on and so forth. That it just kind of doesn't work ever, I feel, sometimes. Um, because I, like, if someone came up to you on the street and said, I was Jesus, right? Like, I've been reborn. I've commanded you to write a New Testament, right? The Book of Cyan, right? Uh, <laughs> Uh, yes, I'll do it. Um, would like what would it take for you to believe him that that, that this is what's happening in life now? I would know it. Uh, I'd feel it in my heart, like all the feelings that I've had um, in my life with proving this, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. proving it, it to yourself. Yeah. Um, so, like the spirit would tell me, I guess. Okay. Uh, we haven't talked about the spirit as much, but he prompts you, uh, warns you about things like might be like, hey, like, look up, like, oh, there's a car coming, you know, or even mm -hmm. so just like, hey, maybe you should accept this job offer, you know, um, or like, this is the truth. This is the right thing. Like what you're mm -hmm. learning is correct. So mm -hmm. the spirit helps me with that. So if somebody came down, they were like, it's Christ. Mm hmm. I would have to feel that and I'd mm -hmm. be like, okay, mm. like when Christ comes, it's going to be pretty obvious. He's not going to walk up to me on the street. It's going to be like, he's, just, he's like, descending from the sky. From heaven, like, <laughs> right. The golden like, halo gives it away. Like I can, it, oh man, Jesus, can, Jesus yeah. can never go to like a, a rave, right? He would just ruin it with all the like golden light he emits. That's so unfortunate. Um, do you think he can control the light that he emanates? Like, if he wanted it to be fluoro-colored? Probably. Probably, yeah. Probably. He just doesn't. I think he probably make it so he's not as bright. <laughs> um, okay, so here's how here's how you could know, Somicron, if you ever wanted to, like, mm -hmm. let me try it, Jessica. Okay. What's the recipe? Uh -huh. How do I make this happen? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Alma 32, chapter 32, talks all about faith and how to have faith, how to find it, how to test it, how to, like grow it basically um so alma 32 verse 28 says now we will compare the word unto a seed now if ye give place that a seed may be planted in your heart hold if it be a true seed or a good seed if you do not cast it out by your unbelief that ye will resist this uh that you will resist the spirit of the lord behold it will begin to dwell within your breasts and when you feel those swelling motions you will begin to say within yourself, it must needs be that this is a good seed or that the word is good. For it beginneth to enlarge my soul. Yea, it beginneth to enlighten my understanding. Yea, it beginneth to be delicious to me. Okay, well, I mean, that's interesting. The problem with analogies like this is the, it, it's essentially saying if you let the first step happen, the second step will happen, right? But the first step is still being represented by a, a physical thing. Now, 
I don't know if I'm just broken in some way. I've never felt anything in my chest like that, right? Like, there's never been a moment of, this doesn't feel right, right? Like, anything I've ever put together has happened here, not here, right? Um, mm -hmm. It's... So, uh, the idea that a feeling could just swell up from within me and then I would know it to be true and the birds would sing and I would know it be good uh, is something that I don't think can happen regardless of my intentional disposition to allow it to. Okay, so you, you like Star Wars, right? Sure, it's all right. Okay, okay. Well, like, did you ever, like, as a kid, like, hope that the Force was something that you could have so like you could do and so you'd like try it you're like come on sure so it's kind of like that but it actually happens like you feel it inside of you like you actually right but like... i stopped being seven a while ago um like I, i'm sorry i can't believe in things the way i did as an infant right like um Besides, if I'd got given the Force, I would I would be Sith Lord, not Jedi. Right? <laughs> like, evil. All would look upon me in despair, right? Yeah. I would. I'm glad Gladriel in the forest, um, offered being offered the ring, there you go. right? <laughs> like, uh -huh. So the scriptures say it's this easy. They say it's this small of a thing, even if it's just a desire to want to believe to want to feel it like mm -hmm. if, it, if it's that small and you're actually genuine about it like you feel it mm -hmm. so if this was something that you could actually try to do where you were like let's prove it and then now it's proven you know right well i see either way would you, <laughs> would you try it <laughs> well the, the problem is that the proof comes from wanting the proof right i want proof to let me want know that i want it right uh it's cart before the horse horse before the cart i think it's right? like placebo kind of thing where it's just well, like i mean oh, yeah I mean, I mean i think that I, I think that's how that happens like that's the effect of how it does work when it does sure but if i have to want it for it to work but the way i think is I need to know that it works before I want it, right? Like if someone said, I can give you, I, like I have a lazy eye, I think I can never remember which one it is, uh, but I can't read distances very well with my right eye. If someone said, I, I let me stab your eye with this pen and it'll fix it, I need to, like before I want that to happen, I need to know that it works, right? So if someone says, just want to believe it, and it will work. I need to know that it works before I can want it. But to know it works, I have to want it. <laughs> right? uh -huh. it's, it's just an infinite circle of, well, this doesn't work. Are you, if you did get a feeling, mm -hmm. would you be afraid of it, I guess? Or would yeah. you just be like... I mean, I'm not afraid no, of feelings. No, I don't want to know. Like, why, did you, why did I try this? I don't want to know that. I, I, I'm not afraid of feelings. Right. But the problem is I've never felt something the way it's described. Right. So it, it, it's a matter of I know me that if there was a feeling that I get that's like, oh, look up because a brick's about to come out or like don't take that job off or whatever. I've never had an experience like that, that there's something looking out for me when I don't know it's there. 
right? Yeah. Um, because frankly, there's a lot of questions that ask, right? Like, where were you when I got hit by a car two years ago? <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get, I, I, I see like, exactly where you're coming from. You're like, it's never happened. So then why would I do it? Because it makes no sense that it would work because obviously it would have already happened. Right. I mean, if, we're, if we're, we're also overlooking the fact that when I was younger, I did want it to happen, right? I considered myself to be largely agnostic for a very long time. Um, but, well, a long time, so young, right? Like, uh, you, you know, long is in a relative term, right? So I have wanted it, right? Um, and nothing's ever happened, right? Like, I've been to churches. I've mm-hmm. prayed. I've been, you know, uh, we had... I can't remember what the exact word was, but it was like after school scriptures, like lessons in like, mm-hmm. it, we call it primary school. You probably call it grade school and elementary or Sunday, something. Yeah. Like Sunday school, primary but, school. Yeah. 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 So like it was, it was a part of primary school where just after normal kids would go home, you sat around learning, you know, and somehow an 800 year old man with no prior history building boat somehow got two of every animal, but koalas and kangaroos are only in Australia. Um, <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. And uh, all kinds of fairy tales like that. Yeah. But so the idea that I would have to want it for it to work when I have wanted it and it hasn't kind of already rules it all out. <laughs> so one and done. Oh yeah, one and done. Yeah. One and done. Yeah. Oh, hmm? Samakran, I want to, like, give you the world. <laughs> like, I, well, I want to give you my Final Fantasy. <laughs> like, well, I mean, that's kind, I, that's kind of, like, where we both are. Where, uh, I, I, I want you to experience the world, right? And you want to make me not, right? By, but from your perspective, it's the, the same, right? Like, you want to give me the world, and I'm like, you're intentionally dismissing it, right? Like... You can go and get it right now. You can, you know, you could uh, go and drink some coffee and then, um, you know, do whatever. Watch. I'm terrible about myself. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> could. You could drink coffee. Throw my have whole life choices away. <laughs> right, right, right. Like I'm not saying you. Like I'm here to try and dissuade you from your practices, I, yeah. but it's we have essentially. Like you want to give me the world. I want you to just experience what we have. Um, like yeah. if God built this place, but told you could not have it, I don't see the point of making it <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Other than so, to obviously offer the temptation. But. Yeah. So here's, here's a, like, uh, again, not a missionary, but this is like the mm-hmm. verse mm-hmm. that the missionaries always give like at the end mm-hmm. of like their meeting. And it's, um, it's the end of Moroni in the book of Mormon and it's mm-hmm. chapter 10. And it is uh, verses three through five. Okay. <clears throat> and this is like their last challenge because they're just like, obviously, <clears throat> like you're not going to know just by me telling you. Mm-hmm. Like I could talk for 50 hours and you'd still be like the same person. You'd be right. like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this is like the challenge to try to like actually ask him because mm-hmm. he's the only one that I can truly mm-hmm. convince you otherwise. Right, right. 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 So 
<clears throat> this is Moroni. So he says, Behold, I would exhort you that when you shall read these things, if it be wisdom in God, that ye should read them, that ye would remember how merciful the Lord hath been unto the children of men, from the creation of Adam even down until the time that ye shall receive these things, and ponder it in your hearts. And when ye shall receive these things, which is the Book of Mormon and all the teachings in them, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would exhort you that ye would ask God, the Eternal Father, in the name of Christ, if these things are not true. Mm -hmm. And if ye shall ask with a sincere heart, with real intent, having faith in Christ, meaning that you believe that he is real, mm -hmm. he will manifest the truth of it unto you by the power of the Holy Ghost. And by the power of the Holy Ghost, he may know the truth of all things. Interesting. Interesting. So that's what I'm... Mm -hmm. My whole intention here was just like, Somicron, now you know. Like, what you want to do with it is up uh -huh, to you. Uh -huh. But if you ever wanted to be like, sure, let's try it, that's how you do it. Okay, so, okay, cool. That's all. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, maybe one day what I'll do. Because there is a plan that I had, uh, which was Somicron in the UA, USA, right? Like, that's my... I, uh, in like two years, I think is when I want to do it. Problem, I, I was thinking about doing it earlier. In fact, uh, one of my friends was like going to invite me to his wedding in America, and I just like I don't have a passport. <laughs> he didn't. He was like, oh, I guess you can't go. Um, uh, but I work when you have been working there for ten years, you get long service leave, which is they give you like two months off. It's great. And so what I want to do is get on go to America and hang out with all of my friends, right? Which is enough time to be like Mormon light, <laughs> right? <laughs> hang out for hang out for a week, <laughs> give it a go. Dude. Yeah, yeah. We'll meet up with Ted and people. We'll like uh, go to like the outside of a temple and be like, "Look, this is what it looks like." like yeah, you can't go there. <laughs> and then you guys walk in and leave me. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> he wouldn't leave you. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's certainly on like I, the 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 realms of possibility. I can tell you, I doubt it will have any effect, any lasting effect. Um, I, oh, like, like asking or like uh, hmm. What are you talking about? Like, uh, it would have any lasting effect that I would be like, no, this is for me. I'm going to start doing this full time. Right? Like, I can already tell you that it probably won't because it's never before. Right? <laughs> like just mm -hmm. uh inertia at that point right <laughs> yeah um also i, I i'm not giving up coffee <laughs> <laughs> yeah um god damn it i had something like i had something again and you made me lose it oh sorry i mean so my husband is he i helped i actually taught him <clears throat> um and like pretty much like how I'm teaching you just straight up like it's up to you like you have to do it mm -hmm. for yourself mm -hmm. <clears throat> and this was when we were dating so we weren't married or anything so mm -hmm. but he's just like I'm gonna try it and what he did was he he lived his life as if he was already a member to see if it was really like something that he wanted to because right I mean it's just like that's a huge commitment like anything that you do like in life that's like this you know it's gonna be lifelong right consequences you know like a new religion is a big deal to just be like, yeah, let's just jump into it. So, right. Right. Um, so he wanted to do that. So he tested it out by, by doing it that way where it's just like, okay, you say no coffee. Okay. You say like, don't work on Sundays. Let me try this out. Let's see mm -hmm. if like, mm -hmm. this is something that. I mean, 
Did I? Okay, so if you can't work on Sunday, but I sent you ten bucks for doing this, right? It's Sunday where you are now. It's obviously not Sunday for me, right? Does that mean this counts as work for you, and thus you get out of? Uh, I like force you down from celestial bodies. Uh, well, this was free, but if you, if we had made the arrangement, I would have made uh, it so it's not on Sunday because okay. it was like, mm-hmm. no, I don't okay. like getting. No, I don't do work on Sunday. How, okay, how does that work given that the Earth is a globe, right? Like, obviously, it's Sunday for you. It's not Sunday for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Sabbath day is observed on Sunday. So mm-hmm. that's the day, like, you go to church, mm-hmm. then you rest. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's like, uh, like things are staying open like doctors necessary, but it's, mm-hmm. it's still like we're supposed to keep the Sabbath day holy. It's one of the commandments. So it's mm-hmm. like... Do it in in the best way that you can. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So for some people, that means like they don't even watch TV on Sunday. Um, they don't play certain games on Sunday. You know, mm-hmm, they're just mm-hmm. like straight like this is how I do it. This is how right. I worship. This is you know my thing. And other people are like, I don't care. I'll just you know <laughs> do whatever. Like it's a normal day. You mm-hmm, know. And mm-hmm. um, okay, okay. So that reminds me of something I had, I think, a while ago, which was looking for, like, okay, so you understand that weeks and days are subjective to our experience on Earth, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. right? Time is relative. What it, is time? Exactly. Uh, yeah. So humans are trying to get off Earth. How, does, how do you hold, like, what a Sabbath is? Like, what's a Sunday on Mars, right, where weeks are not the same to earth because the solar rotation is different right yeah i mean i guess you would just pick an earth day like (laughs) if i went to mars i'd be like hey mom and dad like what day is it there and i'd be like that's how i would Mm. because you're not going to go to mars change your whole time schedule and then come back and be like sorry i'm on mars time like i'm not going (laughs) to go by earth time anymore right like you would you would still calculate time by earth Mm -hmm. okay because i I also have that issue with uh just uh, something that came about from like watching and reading a lot of sci-fi which is how do we age ourselves when we're no longer tied to a rotation of the uh the earth around the sun being a year like i've had 27 years that's 27 rotations but if we don't live on a planet that orbits this sun or does orbits another one at a different rotation how do you measure how old you are Accurate. My guess would be, yeah, because not a lot of people, not a lot of sci-fi talks about that. You would have to go by either, you'd say, like, a rotation with your birth date, mm-hmm. like, your, how old you are. Or you would have one global thing that was just, like, mm. like a day of, what, like, a certain, one like, of, Roman standard. Right, right. One of, like, one, of, one of the ones that I have seen that do have a solution for that is they would say, I'm 40 years Terran standard. Because that, Earth yeah. is Terra, right? And we're Terrans. Um but that doesn't like i like that as a solution like we, we basically we when you're born they go okay it is the year 2050 62 on earth and we we just have clocks everyone wears a watch and it ticks up and it tells you when a year's gone by right um but that implies yeah. we always have a connection to our home planet which if we didn't then what do you do right like if you don't know where earth is anymore um i mean it's like kilometers to miles you just have to convert everything every time you traveled somewhere you feel like so right this is a third of a day compared to that 
planet. And right. That's how we but, calculate time. But I'm, like. but I'm saying there is a very real possibility that one day we won't be able to compare the we won't be able to compare uh, kilometers to miles because we won't know of kilometers anymore. <laughs> right. Like yeah. what happens then? Right. Like, uh, is that just like the darkest timeline in your eyes where it's like everything is going downhill because these people will no. never know when it's Sunday, right? Like they can't ever know. <laughs> no, there would, uh, like I'm all sure those souls are lost because like, also if uh, population counts increase. So obviously we need to have new souls, right? Where are your new souls coming from? We have the same soul. We've had the same one the whole time. Right, right, right. Never changed. Is how but, we believe it. Right, but uh, but y y two people can have ten kids. Is that ten new souls? Yep. Like they're so the so the pre mortal life is where we're all at, right? Right. But all is, these intelligences. So uh -huh. like, you come here first. You have a baby. Here, there's another one. They have a baby. Oh, there's another one. Like so they're all the, God's the, children. The, right, but the primordial circle, right in the graph, yeah. can't ever run out of souls. It's an infinite well. I'd say no, because eventually the Earth's gonna be done mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. well specifically no Does, uh, it will have an end like god has a number he knows how many people are there he knows oh, how many people okay so you, you're just like, assuming okay okay so sorry i i don't want to be like confrontational about it but what you're nope, saying is you're that we have a cup that is earth and a watering jug that is the primordial existence and the amount of liquid or souls is the exact amount to fill the cup Okay. <laughs> and, but then if we got to a different planet, right, there's a different cup. Yep. Why wouldn't it come I mean, from that's the same not cup? Really, that's not really, like, talked about. Well, I know. Like, uh, much, other than there's, like, obviously, yeah. like, we can become gods one day. So we can gather intelligence. Mm. And we can have our own worlds. Mm. And before our god, there was another god who was his god. Like, it's just, uh. I mean, then, you're, then your brain explodes because you're like, we don't have the knowledge on this. We don't know how mm. it works other than right. like. Right. Right. At, at that point you are talking about sci-fi, right? Like yes. it's, <laughs> you yes. might as well be right. Like the specifics yeah. aren't nailed down. Right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I think we survived. I think yeah. we're still friends. We're still, <laughs> yeah. I, I think we can still play among us. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So you don't lie, but you play Among Us. Um, yeah, I've thought about that because it's a game that we all agree that someone is going to be lying in it. So we know that we're going to lie. So it's like when you play Werewolf or Mafia, if you guys have those games, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like, you know. Right. It's not lying. It's theater, right? Yeah, that's Could, cool. Yeah, I've never heard it that way. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, like same Could, thing with like plays and stuff. Right, because they or have D &D, to. Yeah, you have like, to go and pretend I'm, to be someone else, right? Like, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. lying. Um, yeah. Yeah. There are some people that take it absolutely literally. They're like, I'm never going to lie. So mm -hmm. I'm not even going to play games that lie. I've never met a person, but I'm sure there's people. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's probably they take true. it like all the way. It's just like, uh. Mm. And if you lie, you try to repent and be like, sorry, guys, I lied. So, like, an imposter, like, I'm sorry, Samacron, I, I so, just need you. What about lying to someone because you're throwing them a surprise birthday party, right? <laughs> like, oh. Usually, you know. Usually, we do it in a, I do it in a way that's, like, it's not a lie. Like, it's 
if I need to, like, for my husband or something, I'll be like, this is something top secret and I can't tell you about it. And he'll be like, okay. Mm. So it's just like, yep, just don't ask. Like, he even told me today, he's like, don't look in the Amazon cart like I'm ordering stuff. And I'm like, okay. So it's like his way of being like, I'm not lying to you, but there's stuff coming and I don't want you to know what it is. So I don't have to lie about it. So, like, Right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair yeah. enough. I mean... I'm now just curious why he leaves things in the cart instead of just like being like, oh, that's what I want. Buy, send his gift. So it comes like without what it is well, written on the box. We we still have the budget, our our gifts. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, other, I mean, so. that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. We're doing that like yeah. tomorrow, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're supposed to be honest in all things. And uh, it's, it's hard, <laughs> but you try. And you just like every little thing, you try to be as honest as you can obviously we're people like that's the other thing is like god knew that we were going to all mess up at some point which is why he needed a savior that could be perfect Mm -hmm. and fix all of our problems basically like like justice justice had to be fulfilled so like someone has to pay for what we do like i lie let's say only once in my life and then i'm just like oh no now i'm imperfect i can never make it back but like i genuinely feel sorry about it christ steps in and says i know you feel sorry about it god punished me for it Mm -hmm. you can go and then he can go too obviously because he's he's the divine whipping boy right so uh royalty in who grew up there like with sheltered sons and all that uh, a long time ago would have whipping boys who were peasants that were brought in to basically Mm -hmm. live as like also sons but whenever the royal son was like naughty or whatever they like because they would just be best friends together they would just whip the whipping boy instead and it's like you get to watch your friend get whipped because you did something bad so that's what it is okay yep yep because otherwise it wouldn't work we'd just be damned and be like all right none of you can make it to happiness you're just gonna be miserable mm-hmm. for eternity because mm-hmm. you're not perfect sorry mm-hmm. okay okay that's fascinating i mean it's it is interesting because um like given what you know of me i'm fairly stalwart my atheistic beliefs but i'll tell you right now my favorite class in DD is monk right which is you know pseudo religion at like worse uh-huh. right uh, <laughs> I, I also like clerics they're pretty fun i'm reading mm-hmm. a book at the moment called the faraway paladin which is uh, basically fantasy, but it's about a guy who's basically super religious. And he's very, like, he says some of the stuff you said. It's like uh, he needs to make sure that his powers, he recognizes them, aren't his, but are gifts from his god. Uh, And he needs to be wise with how he uses them. Um, You know, uh, you, you just wouldn't expect how much I consume very similar content and media about beliefs i don't hold <laughs> right yeah um yeah right like it's, i don't know it's weird i like i kind of only realized it sort of the other day when i was like having to prep for this essentially oh no that i was like <laughs> yeah. oh what do i what need the... to know what should i look at yeah what, what books should i have read um <laughs> yeah well you can tell falcon paladin that you I've done survived it. your bet so you did it only just you did it and you still have a friend i still have a friend <laughs> yeah I'm, yeah i mean 
getting a little, a little tired from all the book talk. Oh. I might, might need to go get a oh, cup of coffee. Right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And like, I, again, like, cause it's, I totally understand your perspective and I understand people who mm-hmm. don't, I haven't lived my life, you know, just the mm-hmm. same way that I don't understand, you know, other people's lives. Mm-hmm. So I can't be the one to be like, well, you're screwed. You know, like I'm not going to say and like condemn you and be like, Somicron, you know, like, I'm just like, you're doing fine. Like mm-hmm. ask questions if you're curious, but like, that's your life. You're the mm-hmm. one that has to live it. Like I should never be the one to tell someone how to live their life. Cause it's not my life. Like I have my own life to worry mm-hmm. about. It's true. Yep. Right. So big supporter of choices here. <laughs> Choice. Yeah, everyone, we're, we're all pro-choice. There we go. I think that's what we take away from that. Um, that's right. <laughs> thank God that doesn't have any other meanings. All right. Um, well, we are. We did make it to two hours. Um, so I think this is where we'll wrap it up. Sounds um, wonderful. Uh, anyone who made it through watching that VOD, um, congratulations. Um, that's two hours of stuff uh i don't know how to describe it <laughs> hope um, you uh were entertained i guess yep yep um uh feel free to follow jess here on your own your no, youtube you, yeah have, no, no, you, you you play dnd i see <laughs> i actually yeah if you want to follow me on youtube it is jessica Wolfenden, and Wolfenden. i play pathfinder so yeah. it's fun yep yep um, and if you found this, you're probably already following me, so I won't bother to plug my stuff. Um, cool, cool, cool. All right. Bye.